So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about... uh. And dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word My Two Cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. What up? <laughs> Not even gonna cut that out. What up, y'all? It's your man Ernest, and you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Back again with another episode, the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. Can you tell I'm excited to be back? Can you tell? Can't you tell? I loved my break. By the way, I loved my little Father's Day Juneteenth break. I know I'm not a father. Um, you know. Many people have called me daddy, but I'm not a not one by law or by science, I guess. <laughs> but nah, um, I enjoyed the break and everything. But I'm like, you know what? I gotta you you gotta tend to your obligations, and uh, the podcast is is that. Um, but man, I wish I had the equipment to do this stuff live because. Editing is a bitch. <laughs> Anyways, we here. We here now, and let's get into the topic at hand. Damn, that was already a minute. I don't. I don't never realize how long I just be rambling. That was already a minute of me just rambling. But let's get into it. First topic here. Um, we're gonna play the blame game again, or. The non-blame game this time. You know, I did an episode in the past called The Blame Game. Um, just, I'm not going to give away all my thoughts or just uh, everything about that episode because you can uh, listen to it yourself. But in that episode, I pretty much talked about how Democrat voters, Democrat politicians, Democrats in general respond to who do they blame when things go, go south for them. Either whether whether they lose an election, um, whether there's a you know a, a a Republican in office or someone not a Democrat in office, and things do not go well, Democrats tend to want to point fingers and say this is your prop, this is your fault, this is your fault. Things are happening because of this president. Because of this politician, because of these voters, right? 
But now I'm seeing Democrats, the same Democrats, as well, of course, who are who have done that when Trump was in office or Republicans in office in general. I'm seeing the same type of Democrats and the same exact people doing the complete opposite of the blame game. They're displacing the blame, not displacing. Actually, they're saying, do not blame. Don't play the blame game. They're telling people they're telling Republican voters, Republican uh, politicians, Republican anybody or just non-democratic voting people because, you know, there's more than Democrats and Republicans out there, people, for those who don't know. I mean, I spent all of, what, four or five years I've been doing this podcast now since 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, five years. I spent all of five years telling (laughs) y'all, educating y'all on third parties and and just not telling you you should vote third party, but just letting y'all know, hey, there's more than two parties out there. Um, I did that, and I'm going to continue doing so for as long as I do this podcast. But, yeah, there was... they These people are now changing their tune on the infamous blame game. They are now saying, don't play the blame game, y'all. Don't blame the Democrats. Don't blame Biden. Now, not, I'm not saying, that's not to say that they're not blaming people. They're still blaming Putin. There's still some out there blaming Trump. I saw people yet as of, as freshly as yesterday, still blaming Trump for something. <laughs> And did I say yesterday? I actually mean this morning. I was up this morning um, real early. I did get some sleep and all of that. But I was up early, real early this morning. We had to go pee, went go went went to go pee. And then just for some reason couldn't go back to sleep. So I was on Twitter. <laughs> one of the worst things you, sh- you know, you, you, one of the worst things that you shouldn't do if you're trying to... Uh, Go back to sleep, right? And I saw people actually blaming Trump for, once again, something that happened during the Biden regime. It didn't happen. Um, It was, I know, remember what it was now. It was the fact that Brittany Griner is still locked up in uh, Russia. Now, I shared my thoughts on, I did a short video on that on this platform called Clapper, this short video uh, platform called Clapper. Um, This is the only time I'm probably going to mention their name because they are not sponsored of these. So if you want that free sponsorship, boom. But pretty much it's, it's, it's on the realms of a TikTok and other short video form apps. But, you know, they have... That you can do videos for as long as three minutes. Now I know TikTok has that now. Uh, I think only certain creators have that ability, or I don't know. Um, but yeah, I did a video on that platform. I'm not gonna sign up for TikTok. No. So for those who are like, you should get a TikTok, and absolutely not. No. Um, but I was on there and I did a video on there. So if you want to know my thoughts on that, again, download Clapper. And then look up Ernest Thoughts 180. It's literally just my thoughts. It's 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 kind of an extension of this podcast. 
in three minutes or less. That's why I have it 180, you know, because 180 seconds is three minutes for those who can't do math like me. But I know that much math to know that 180 seconds equals to three minutes. So go over there, follow me there if you want to check that, you know, those videos out. Um, uh, but yeah, um, I did my thoughts on that. So I won't share my thoughts on whole Brittany Griner being locked up in Russia situation. But nonetheless, how it relates to this Democrat situation, blame, blaming people is... There was people who blamed Trump for that. And when it was brought to their attention that this happened under Joe Biden, how he still locked up. Not he, but uh, Brittany Griner is still locked up. She is still locked up in Russia. And Joe Biden hasn't done anything about it. I think he said something once. But he hasn't necessarily done much about it. Now, again, I don't know if he has anything planned or whatever, but he hasn't done anything about it. The simple fact of the matter is there was people blaming Trump for that. There was people, of course, blaming Putin, which that was the only thing <laughs> that I've ever seen a Democrat blame Putin for. That was actually a direct correlation with Russia and Putin, because obviously she's locked up in Putin country. So it makes sense for them to bring up Putin in the sense that, yeah, well, she is locked up in Russia. But again, she wasn't selling dope, allegedly. She wasn't carrying all that weed and, and, and weed oil for Putin. It wasn't like she was selling for him because I doubt she would be locked up if she was selling for him. Allegedly selling. But if she was out there to do that with that amount of drugs that they claim that she had, uh, weed, or at least drugs, weed, whatever you want to call it, that they claim that she had, if she wasn't selling for him, it's not on, you can't say blame Putin specifically. And then even if that was, if she was, if Putin sent her on a mission to sell, sell that, sell that weed out there, even though in his country, it's illegal to have that. Even if she was, if she was on a, a drug selling mission for Putin, she still made the choice to do it. She could have said, nah, fuck that. I'm going back to the U S and, uh, you know, a war would have continued with the U S and Russia, right? This cold war that never really ended, but I saw people blaming, you know, the thing is, the Dems, they blame everybody else. But then when it comes to, again, a Democrat in office or their guy, everybody is, do not blame so-and-so. Do not blame the Democrats. Case in point, I was talking to somebody last, uh, not last week, but a couple weeks ago. And uh, they may listen to this episode, they may not. Hey, that's the... <laughs> If you if you know me by now, you know at some point, or there's a possibility. I won't say some point because there have been plenty of conversations I've had with people I've known I, that I know personally. Now I've yet to bring up the fact that we talked about, or bring up something that we talked about on a podcast. And there are hundreds of times, or plenty of times, where I am going to have these personal conversations with people and never bring up something. Because it's just not any of y'all's business, you know? 
Um, and also, I'm not that type of person, but if it has something to do with the topic at hand, absolutely, I'm going to bring it up. And if it's something that is non-threatening, of course, not like I'm going to bring it up. So when I bring this up, it is what it is, however this person feels if they listen to it. But a couple weeks ago, I'm talking and this person, he brings up my podcast. He's brought it up a couple times before as well. Um, so he's listened a few times. But when we're talking, he's talking about how crazy the gas prices are how crazy things are in general. But then he follows that up with, yo, y'all got to stop blaming the president. You can't blame Biden for that. Biden is simply a puppet. The president is simply a puppet. And y'all heard me bring that up uh, last week's episode, I believe. And I want to expound on that because I said I was going to expound on that in, in this week's episode. Again, as I stated last week, and if you don't, you didn't listen to last week's episode, go ahead and listen to that. But as I stated last week, if the president of the United States is a puppet to you, in your opinion, why do you go out and vote every election night for a puppet? Why do you send in an early vote for a puppet? Why do you make a fuss when the puppet in the office isn't the puppet that you voted for. If they're nothing but merely just a puppet, why do you get all so upset or so happy when your puppet wins or loses? If they're just a puppet, right? If their job is their their job they can't do shit, they can't make any decisions of their own. They're, they're controlled by somebody else, right? This person said they're just, Biden is just a puppet. This is someone who voted for Biden, by the way, and, and primarily votes Democrat, blue no matter who, right? So this is somebody who voted for a puppet, Joe Biden. It's now saying blame Congress. Where is that energy? <laughs> And I'm asking all Democratic voters, where was that energy when Donald Trump was in was in office? The blame game was really hard. Y'all was playing the blame game hard. As I've stated um, to a response on Twitter to, you know, people with the mindset that, oh, let's blame Putin or blame, you know, Trump for not necessarily Putin, but blame Trump for why Brittany Griner is still locked up. In Russia, although she got locked up this year, this year being a year where Joe Biden is the president of the United States. My response was this. Had she gotten locked up (laughs) under Donald Trump's presidency, you all would be blaming Trump. The same people telling you don't blame Biden or don't look at Biden's direction and ask him how come he hasn't done anything about this yet will be pressuring Trump. You'd be blaming him and you'd be saying he's racist, misogynistic, all this other stuff. So why not why not take that same energy with the, with the man that you voted for? Oh, he's a puppet. Oh, he's, oh, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Why didn't you take that same energy? <laughs> and this is in no way, shape or form defending Trump. You got to make these preferences because morons out there still feel the need 
to every time you 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 ask people to keep the same energy about every, anything, not even just with politics, with anything, they believe that you're defending the other side, the side that they're going against. When you're simply just asking them to keep the same energy, keep be a man or per, man woman person about their word. If they believe these issues are issues, then it should be an issue no matter who's doing it. If you believe strongly about a president supposedly has to take their job seriously, then no matter who's in office, whether that be the president or the political backing of said president, you should care about that president doing their job. So going on this this whole, oh, you know, we... You, you can't blame this person, you can't blame that person, you can't blame... You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You're right, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But guess what? When Trump was in office, you didn't know what was going on behind the scenes. When Bush was in office, when all these... If anyone was alive, when Reagan and all these other Republicans were in office. Y'all didn't know what was going on behind the scenes either. But that didn't stop you from questioning their motives. That didn't stop you from demanding that they did something. They made some right that uh, they made some right move to something, some injustice that was going on. That didn't stop you from doing all of that. But when it comes to the political party that you back, it's a totally different story. Everybody has to shut up. Everybody has to wait and see. Everybody has to point fingers at somebody else. Yeah, that's that's goofy. That's stupid. It's ridiculous. And no, I'm not going to. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I just want to talk about that. I just want to bring that to the forefront. That's why I'm talking about this here. It's it's just highly funny that. Once again, Democrat voters just show how. How, how stupid they are. And it's sad because, again, these are people that I know literally know personally who will say these things to me as I think I mentioned this last week, but I'm going to say it again here. When I was going in on Trump, all the four years he was, he was a president and to let y'all know, I started this podcast when Trump was in office, you know, and ever since, ever since 2017, I was going in on a dude. And the same people telling me that I shouldn't blame Biden. I shouldn't blame, you know, who's in office. I shouldn't should lay off the Democrats, blame this individual, blame that. Were the same people that were clapping it up. <laughs> congratulating me or praising me for going in on Trump. Oh, yeah, this is why I listen to the pod. This is why I fuck with you. This is why I li- da, 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 da. All that, right? Now, I didn't need all of the, those fake praises <laughs> or those temporary listens because I see the numbers. I see the numbers go up and down depending on who I'm talking about, depending on who's in the office. I see it. You know, I, I see I see where the disconnect is happening. And I mean that in a literal sense, as in where the the listeners are not listening anymore or people deciding they don't want to listen. And that's their choice anymore simply because of the, you know, who I'm going at now or whatever the case is. I see it. it, This, this, this podcast has been going on since for two different political terms now. 
you know, you had Republican when it first started. And now as this thing is going, you got the Democrats in office. I see the way how people are responding to the things that I say on here now. Totally different from totally different from when it when it started. You know? And I, that's just me making an observation, you know? All in all, the the most important thing I want to say about this topic here was just to call out the hypocrisy. It makes absolutely no sense. Y'all are some grown-ass adults. If if something is a problem to you, if Britney Griner or just gas prices or or inflation or the rent going up or, you know, the fact that groceries, uh, food is going up and, you know, the cost of living in general is going up. If this is actually a problem to you, you should want to speak on these things or vocalize these things no matter who's in office. It's not, let's keep it hush-hush when it's, when, when it's the political party that I vote for. Oh, no, let's not blame them. Let's, you know, it's a problem if Trump is in office or if Republicans in office. It's a problem when a Democrat is in office. And if, you know, a third party were to ever get the big house, right, and these issues still come, yes, it would still be a problem then, too. It's a problem no matter who's in office. So, cut your allegiance to whatever team you have because you coming to me complaining about these issues isn't going to fix things and you're not going to get my sympathy. You're not going to get me to poor you, poor you. Because it's poor me too, nigga. Like, we all poor out here. (laughs) But you're not going to get my sympathy nonetheless because... You don't want to see the light of the day. Now, if it's anybody that's like, yo, I'm now realizing something, then I'm all ears to listen to anybody's, you know, waking up moment. And I think that's happening with some folks, even the folks who still complain and still don't even want to, you know, blame the Democrats or whatever. I do see there is a little Little signs of them actually waking up to things is not necessary. The political party, both sides, actually, both main parties, right? Now, I just want, I need people in a third party, which I'm going to get into, um, not in this episode, but in a future episode, probably next week. But I need people, third party voters to have this awakening as well. I'm going to read their ass next week. I sure am. But... I've seen people from both sides actually are coming to this point where it's like the party that I align myself with for however long they've been voting or however long they've been, you know, politically, you know, active or whatever the case is. This party isn't as perfect as as I once thought it was or they're not as, you know, good or doing they're not doing as much as they are claiming they do. Or that I once thought they did. Or they once probably did. In the past. You know? I do see more of that happening. With people I know. And with more so people. uh, uh, That I see online. Nonetheless it's still happening. 
So I don't want to make it seem like I'm the only one out there that notices these things. I'm just one of the few that speak on it, or at least one of the few that I know that speak on it. But that doesn't mean nobody else knows about it. And it also does not mean that, you know, um, there won't be a time where as things get worse, people won't continue to see things. But what I'm saying is wake up now. (laughs) Wake up. Like, it's... The allegiance should you you should have never started the whole allegiance thing in the first place, but it hasn't served you as a voter of whoever you're voting for. It hasn't served you one bit. Think about it. tell me how's it served you personally. And if someone's gonna say, Well, you can't think about it personally, you gotta think about it on a global scale. <laughs> Look at the global scale then. How's it is it serving people on a global scale? Is it? You gotta look at it from the national scale. Is it really serving everybody though? Or is it serving the top 1%? Or is it only serving people within that circle? So even if you're not going to look at it in a, in a, in a, in a way where you're going to personalize, you're going to relate it to your personal well-being, which I don't think you sh- you should stray away from from Thinking about your own, how certain elections, whoever the politician is, is going to affect you personally. I don't think that's a bad thing, no matter how many people may try to make it seem as though it is. Yeah, you got to think about your community and people, of course, but obviously you have to think about yourself. You know? To an extent. But there are people out there that say you can't do that. You got to be if a president is doing something for immigrant groups and you're not an immigrant, you should still be happy for somebody else, which it's nice to be happy for other people. But how the hell is that going to benefit you personally at the end of the day? And even if you're not still someone who can't think about yourself, how it, how does that impact your family who aren't immigrants? How does that impact your community who are primarily probably not immigrants either. Not dissing them or whatever. I'm just saying, like, you can't, you you have to think about these things. Before you speak and you just throw your vote out there for whoever. But that's that. That's a probably a separate topic here. I got my point across. We're going to get into the next topic, so uh, stay tuned. Right back, and um, I hinted at this last week as well. I'm gonna talk about the this doesn't even well, I see it more so with the black LGBT uh community, LGBT plus community, but I wouldn't be surprised if other quote unquote POC did this as well. I just me not being. Any other, from any other culture other than black culture, other black American culture, I cannot tell you what goes on in those other cultures, especially from the side of a, you know, as a, you know, a LGBT Asian guy, because that's what I mean, you know, a LGBT 
Latino or Latina, right? I can't tell you that because I'm not of that. I'm not any of them. I can only tell you what I've seen from black folks, not even just within the LGBT community, but especially in the LGBT community, since that is another subgroup that people identify with, obviously, outside of a racial, um, ethnic identification one might might carry. You know, this is a recording after Juneteenth. This is also a recording during the during Pride Month, during June. So a lot of issues being tackled here. Um, a lot of, I guess, controversial, in quotation marks or whatever, thoughts that some might say are going to be expressed here. But they're just my thoughts, you know. That's why it's called Earnest Thoughts Podcast. I'm not here to be offensive. I'm not here to... This is the disclaimer, of course. And again, I feel like I got to put these out here because... Not that I should care about what the assumptions are. It's just I want to put it out there for that clarification. That's what it is at the end of the day. Some clarifications are just put out there because I and others who put them out there... Or disclaimers, clarifications, whatever the case you want to call them. We put them out there because we want to, not necessarily because we're afraid of backlash or we are afraid of people going to tag us in something. Because even with those disclaimers out there, people are still going to think whatever they want to think. I've made plenty of, I have plenty of experience experience with that. I've made disclaimers on this podcast, on blogs, online, offline. And people still assumed or said something that was totally different or said I was, you know, I had a certain mindset or I was, you know, a certain hate group simply because I expressed an opinion, even though I made it clear that it wasn't anything to do with me being spiteful of this group for reasons that the haters of that group will have you can make all the disclaimers you want people are gonna still gonna assume what they want to do so i'm doing it because i want to in this situation not because i feel as though it's going to make things clear and because i still know for a fact that there are going to be people who do listen to this and they still are going to get their panties in a bunch what whether they wear panties or not they're going to get them in a bunch and they still gonna assume I'm just this homophobic dude. Far from it. But just because I'm not homophobic doesn't mean I'm gonna stay silent about issues that I feel that need to be discussed within the LGBT community, but specifically the black LGBT community in general. Um, when it comes to this, where I feel like from what I've seen, there are many people who are black and of the LGBT community who use that their their identity will no matter what, no matter if it's gay, bisexual, lesbian, transgender, queer, whatever the identity is that they assign themselves with, they didn't assign their skin color. You know? 
yet they use their sexuality, their um, identification, whatever that identification is, whether it's sexuality or not, sexual sexuality based or not. <clears throat> they use that, and again, speaking specifically about the black ones, they use that to escape their blackness. They get around a bunch of people because, well, the LGBT community is an eclectic community. It's not just, you know, again, it's not just gay people. It's not just lesbians. It's not just people who are, you know, gender conforming. It's not just people who are one specific race, ethnic group, religion. It's an eclectic group. They are an eclectic group. Let me put it that way. And because of that, you are liable, if you are a black person of the LGBT community, you are liable to meet others who are just like you, but you are, it's a high possibility that you're going to be around other LGBT folks who aren't black. And before anyone says anything, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Where the problem lies, though, because there it, it does become a problem when now all of a sudden you are of this community, which is great, have zero problems with that. But now you want to denounce your blackness, right? You want to escape your blackness. You're no longer going to identify as a black person or at least when I say identify you're no longer going to identify in the sense that you're going to see us as black people as your family your friends your community let me put it that way so you have this mindset and I'm only speaking to those who who this this description fits if it, this description doesn't fit you, then, you know, if the glove don't fit, if, if the glove don't fit, you must have quit, right? If the description doesn't fit, you, you must have quit, right? <laughs> you know, but if it doesn't, if I'm going to just go with my saying, if it doesn't apply, let it, let it fly, you know? But to those this does apply to, and I think it's pretty evident that it does apply to folks. This is not some crazy conspiracy theory. This is something that is evident in the actions that I've seen many people of the LGBT community, um, black LGBT community have partook in. Not all of them. In fact, I was just listening to our brother last week. On, 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 a, on a live, on a YouTube live. Talk about how he is both uh, a same-sex loving man, and he's a black man, and he all he he doesn't denounce. He even acknowledged this as well. He he announced that he's not going to just give up on black folks, or just give up his blackness, or not identify with race issues, or you know care about issues in general that's affecting black folks simply because. He is a same-sex loving man. That's how he put it as well, by the way. 
for those who are wondering what does that mean typically that means a gay man a man who obviously is sexually and emotionally attracted to to other men he put it as and others as well have put it as same sex love but that's in layman's terms it just means a gay person a gay man right but he was saying that hey listen I'm a black gay man and I'm not going to give up that I'm not going to not just identify with uh, my blackness because I'm of the LGBT community I'm going to identify with both and if I see an issue whether it's plaguing a black LGBT person or not if it's play if the, if it's an issue of racism it's going to hit me I'm not going to say well you know I'm not those niggas over there the cops aren't going to say <laughs> you know they're not going to not treat you you know a certain way because you're you you're not a straight black man if that brother got pulled over by the cops he is going to be looked at by the cops he and any other black man in the community black person but especially when we're talking about the numbers most of the killings happen of you know thousands out of all the killings per year thousands of them happen to black men by the hands of police so that's why i'm saying man and i'm using a man in this situation but it happens to all black folks i get it i understand i know rest in peace to brianna taylor sandra bland and all the other black women out there who've been murdered by the pigs now back on to the topic at hand and for those who are going to say Sandra Bland killed herself she killed herself and her fail she at at we can discuss that in the future my my thinking of that I think I already did it but we can revisit that conversation if need be let's stick to the topic at hand This brother understands that, and I believe his name is Kwasi, I forgot his last name, but Kwasi understands that if he were to be stopped by a police officer, that officer, statistically speaking, is still going to have the same fear and reaction that he would if, if the police officer stopped me or any other black man gay, bisexual, straight, whoever. Black man equals threat to these motherfuckers. He understood. He understands that. James Baldwin understood that. Other black LGBT folks understand that. But the ones that don't understand that are the reason why I'm talking about this. The ones who are online every time, you know, a situation of race is brought up. Specifically when we're talking about what happened within uh, the uh, Senate races last week. You know, you had, I, I talked about Greg Marcel Ditson, but you also had Tamara who was running out in uh, Georgia or others as well. But there was a slur, a slew, I guess, of black LGBT folks. Black American ones, specifically. 
that did not want to vote for a reparationist. Somebody who's fighting for reparations for all black Americans. All. Keyword all. All. No matter your sexuality, you no matter your gender identification. Whether you conform to a gender or not. No matter your spectrum. All. No matter your political backing. All. They oppose that. They oppose that because these candidates are vocal about the Democrats not being the angels that they want us to believe them to be. And how does this fit within the black LGBT community? Because this is a community, again, LGBT community in general, tend to vote Democrat. It's still a close, by the way. It's it's not like they overwhelmingly get votes, more votes than Republicans. There's a lot of Republican, by the way. And we're not just talking black, gay Republicans. We're talking all LGBT folks. There's a lot of LGBT folks who vote Republican. And even there's ones who have the mindset of a old racist Republican who don't vote Republican. Had plenty of experiences with those folks. But my message here is for the black LGBT folks. Um, no matter how many white or non-black friends you have within the LGBT community, no matter how many white or non-black partners you might have, you're still black. And it's a shame that these partners can't remind you of that if they're claiming to be allies, especially not racist at all, but they can't at least be an ally enough to say, hey, you should care about black people. (laughs) Hey, you're black. Do you know that? (laughs) And you should care about black people. But nah, you're still black. You're still going to be affected by the issues black people all all, all abroad and all over the country will face. So you can identify with whoever and whatever group you want to identify with. As far as LGBT, go right ahead. I think it's all beautiful. I think it's all great. You have my support in that. You don't have my support in you trying to escape your blackness, though. And I see it. You got all this vitriol for black men or just hatred for black folks in general. But not the same energy for the real oppressors out there. Not the same energy for the people who are actually the leading numbers of the deaths of trans women, of just homophobic hate crimes. Once again, it's not black men. It's not black folks. It's, you guessed it, if you guessed it right, white men. You know the leading numbers of pretty much all damn fucking crime (laughs) especially the heinous ones such as rape such as murder you know things like that 
but I ain't stopping you from dating and fucking and befriending white men or white folks in general. And let me say this, if no one in your life who has hurt you or harmed you, I shouldn't have to say this, but I'm going to do it anyway, because like, like I said, I want to. I am going to apologize for all the hateful black folks in your life who hated you, who treated you wrong simply because of who you are. Who did not accept you for who you are. Now, I know my apology might not mean shit because, again, I wasn't the one who hates you for who you are. I want you to be who you are. I'm not saying abandon your sexuality for, for just to focus on blackness. I'm not saying that at all. Be all of who you are. You're not just a black person. You're a black queer person. You're a black lesbian. You're a black gay person. You're a black trans person. I love all of you. What I don't love is how you feel the need to abandon one side of you because you identify more so with your sexuality or this other side of you. Because of hurt you've had with people who look just like you. And let's not act like the LGBT community isn't really nasty toward... Listen, if y'all don't want me exposing y'all secrets, y'all need to come on here and say this shit. Because I'm only speaking on things that I've seen my my damn self. Either y'all check, y'all meaning those who are like, oh, you have no right to speak on this. You have no right to speak on it. Oh, uh, so you speak on it to those people, to your community. You say something. You come on here and you say something. When I start doing the live streams again, I want people to come on and say these things then. If you're telling me I can't say or I have no right to say these things, but you don't necessarily disagree with what I'm saying, you're just saying I can't say them, you come on and you say it. Or at least point me in the direction of the folks who are going to say, who do actually say, so I can give them the spotlight and say, yo, come on this live stream and say these things. Because I, when I say it, it's a problem. But you're going to say these things that I can't say, apparently. And again, I say these things out of love, not out of hate. I love y'all and I want y'all to to love all of yourself. But my love for you is not going to mean that I'm going to stay silent about you doing what y'all do. And a number of y'all do this. I know someone personally who did this. We, We don't even talk anymore because of what they did. It's my and other shit. They were just a grimy individual in general. One of those spiritualists that that think they can never do anything wrong and think that the universe is on their side and everybody who is who who goes against them is going to be cursed by by the universe when they can't listen they they can't seem to listen to when the universe is telling them something when the universe is putting them in check they can't seem to see it they miss those messages but the universe tends to tends to only tell other people that they know what they need to do 
what they need to stop doing. But they don't. The universe is not speaking to you. The only universe is speaking to you about other people, but not to you about yourself. I. And I know that was a rant, tangent, or whatever, but that was the other reason. I just wanted to let y'all know that was the other reason. But part of it was she was somebody who clearly to me, even though she denied it plenty of times, clearly to me wanted to, has abandoned her blackness. And I even wanted to, has, <clears throat> has abandoned her blackness. There were several times where she, and she was someone who used to listen to the podcast as well. Or listen from time to time as well. There were several times where I talked about race issues and all this. White people are not bad. They're not all bad. I never got on. Well, have I? <laughs> if I did. And you took offense to that. You're, you're a bad white person. But if you're not a bad white person, then don't take offense to it. If it doesn't apply, let it fly. Let it fly. But I said to her, listen, I, I'm not saying they're, they're, every single white person in the fucking world is horrible. That would be a stupid statement to say. But you, Miss Missy, have this idea that all black folks are transphobic. All black men are this way toward trans women. So if it's wrong for me to make a statement like all white people are bad and evil and racist and all that, then how is it not wrong for you to have the mindsets you have about black men and black people in general? Oh, it's my experience and I'm not... So my bad experiences with white folks don't count? They don't warrant me to say all white people are this way, but your couple of bad experiences... And she's had some shitty experiences with with black men, but she's had some really, really shitty experiences with white men and she continues to fuck with them. I told y'all people, I told y'all, listen, if it goes with the topic, I'm going to talk about the situation. I ain't sharing names, but I'm going to say what I got to say. And this, this woman is clearly off her rocker. She out of pocket for this, for her mindset. Not only reason why she was defending me because I was one of the good ones. As many people tend to have that idea of me. If it, it, it be the... Uh, many people who hate black men or especially but black folks in general, they try to befriend me because they see me as one of the good ones. Republicans do this to me or try to do this to me all the time. Where... They're like, oh my God, black person. He doesn't like the Democrats. He critiques them. Let me be friend. He's one of the good ones, right? And yeah, he talks shit about the Republicans, but let us let me try to convince him to think otherwise. That's why this woman um, befriended me. Not Well, not the Republican angle or whatever. She wasn't really political to the stance. That was the one thing. I mean, we agreed on a lot of shit, but one of the things that we didn't necessarily disagree or agreed on was I, she didn't care about my political stances. She agreed with, you know, what I said, and then the rest was, I'm not really into politics like that. So whatever you say about politics, she didn't have an opinion on. 
She only had an opinions on the times on the times I spoke about race. It became a problem because you're offending white people and you're seeing their own bad and, and how can you uh, what I have a lot of white friends and I hang around white people and and my boyfriend is white my 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 Oh, you mean the nigga that was stealing from you? Yeah. You mean the nigga that fucked his own moms? (laughs) And I'm not making exaggerations. You mean the nigga that threatened you? You talking about black men? They're so violent toward trans women, especially black trans women. There's no doubt in my mind. But again, elite numbers don't show. What they they are saying is the truth. The leading numbers don't show that. The facts don't show that. That does not mean that what they're saying is is false. It's just not true to the point where we are we as in black men are the leading the murderers of trans women. No, but there is truth to it. But again, this she was with another white dude threatened to kill her. They got into it, threatened to harm her. Like I said, one was stealing from her. The other one fucked his own mom. The other one had like a bad drug issue and was, you know, on some other crazy shit, right? Other one was fucking his friend. Other one was fucking his baby's mom. White guys, by the way. All of these white dudes. She didn't, not one time say well it's all of them and I just need to know it was that it was just that guy 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 I'm just picking the wrong well she she would never say that again we're talking to a spiritualist who never took her practices with spirituality and made it personal it was always about other people she did uh, tarot card readings, palm readings, all that other stuff. And it was always about what other people are doing wrong and what they need to do and what's going wrong in their life. Not what she needs to do with her life and the decisions she makes, all that yada, yada jazz. This all relates, by the way, if you think I'm rambling, it's all relates to this aspect that there are many other people of the LGBT community, just like this, just like her. That's why I brought up the situation. There are many people I've dealt with just like her. I've known her longer than the others. And I, because of that, I put up with her bullshit longer than I put up with the others. But trust me, she's not the only one. There are others out there who have that same mindset and still have the same issues and deal and actually deal with racism from other LGBT folks within a community but want me to shut up about racism because you make white people feel bad and the what none of the white people that she was fucking with listened to that podcast and if they did they didn't let it be known they didn't let it be known that I, I said something that had made them offended she was speaking for them if that was the case if they're not man enough to say, hey, man, like you, you said this thing about white folks, I'm white and I felt this way, then I don't give a damn about their opinions. If you're not man, woman, whoever enough 
to come to me directly and say, hey, I felt this way about something you said. Even the folks who are like, you need to stop talking about the Democrats. At least they're man, woman, person enough to come up to me and say, hey, you're talking about this political party that I vote blindly for and I feel a way about that. I at least give them that credit. You over here speaking for people who don't speak for you, who don't truly speak for you, who don't give a rat's ass about you, and will sell you the fuck out, pimp you the fuck out, because you're black. But go ahead, keep, keep, keep trying to escape your blackness. Because you don't like the skin tone that you see when you look in the mirror. Or you only like glamorizing it. Or you only, and this was the case with her too. She only liked her black features when it was a white dude sexualizing it. That's a problem. But that's not a problem with just black folks. Other groups do that too. That's something I've observed from other ethnic groups. They only want to accentuate their ethnic look or just who, whatever their ethnicity is when a white man is showing some sexual interest in it. Or white person, because heterosexual uh, folks do this, uh, heterosexual men of other ethnic groups and black folks do this as well when they want to get the sexual attention of a white woman or a non-black woman. I've seen it on both sides. So, that's my message to the black LGBT folks. You're still black at the end of the day. So, you should take that information and, uh, Live your best black LGBT life with it. But understand. Black. It's before the LGBT. You were. You can make the argument. I was born gay. I was born this. I was born. And you was also born black. So. Why is one way you were born or supposedly born, right? Although I don't think that it's wrong to say that I wasn't born gay. I just made this choice. I don't think it's wrong to say I made the choice. You're actually doing more harm than you think you then you probably think you're doing by denying that you chose to, you know, fall in love and be sexually attracted to um, people of the same sex or whoever, right? Whatever that case is. And I know there's going to be people who's like, why would I choose this life if I was born this way? It's hard being... Because you're a fucking soldier. You just don't know it. <laughs> because you know yourself at the end of the day. If it's a possibility that you made the choice, even understanding how hard it was and you still made the choice, you should be proud of that. Soldier up, soldier. Be proud of that. It's Pride Month. Take pride in the fact that you chose a lifestyle that 
many try to hide. Not try, but do try, do hide or try to hide. But <laughs> many hide because they're too fucking scared. Isn't that the point of pride? Anyway, that's a, another topic for another day. Again, if y'all don't want me talking about it, come on. Be the LGBT voice and talk about it. Come on on live streams when I get on here and talk about it. But do not shut me down and tell me that I can't talk about the people that I love. That I can't want better for the people that I love. Because real allyship is not kissing ass and telling you lies and feeding your fucking ego. Real allyship is saying, get the fuck up, soldier, and fight. Real allyship is saying, I'm going to fight for you. But you need to understand that there is a fight going on. And you got to fight your battles as well. But you got to take pride in your damn self. Real pride. Being a ally of the black LGBT community is not telling black LGBT folks to forget their blackness and to just focus on their their, their whatever their sexuality, sexual identification, whatever, wherever they are on the queer spectrum focus just solely on that it's telling a black lgbt member hey listen you're gonna deal with racism and homophobia and transphobia and queer phobia in general you have to be strong enough to understand this you also have to be strong and smart enough and knowledgeable enough to understand that dealing with one issue isn't going to take away another issue if you just focused on the you know the black issues right it's not going to escape the issues of queer phobia that you are bound to face because you're a member of the queer community and vice versa simply just focusing on the issues of a queer person as a black lgbt person is not going to escape your issues with racism y'all do what y'all want to do we're going to take another quick break let me get some water because i've been speeding Ugh. but i'm gonna get some water and uh we're gonna get into the last topic stay tuned here I'm gonna talk about your man Kevin Samuels um I don't know if I uh man this is what happens when you podcast after you work out damn (laughs) I had a great workout but god Uh, (laughs) anyways it's like you gotta you do your workout obviously you work your body out spend energy there at the gym 
and then you go to a podcast and now you got to spend mental and mouth energy. And if you're not a talker like me, that's a lot of energy, <laughs> even if it's only for a podcast that's an hour and a half or however long this is going to be. Um, but yeah, man, we're going to ride it out. But let me take a breath real quick. <sighs> let me take a sip. I think we're ready to go. I'm not making light of this man's death. Um, I will say rest in peace to him. I'm not a fan. But I hope he's resting in peace. I think a lot of, and this doesn't excuse it, but I think a lot of his stances came from hurt, pain. I think this was a man that was clearly hurt and pain had dealt with some shit in his life um they're saying that this man was at some point i think he was living outside of his car or i don't think he was living in his car at some point he may have been but i think he had issues with his car and he was in debt nonetheless the man wasn't doing as well as maybe people thought he was because he was always in a nice suit and I guess to them, it looked like this man had his shit together on the outside. I have no problem people. I have no problem with people who uh, keep up, you know, appearances, I guess, if that's the term, when they are going through down times and they're not, they don't look like they're going through a rough time. But to me, honesty is how you grab more people. You can wear your, your, your nice little pinned up suits and that man was sharp. That was a sharp man right there. As far as, you know, how he looked and everything. I'll get into my thoughts on all of that. Um, I don't think I shared my thoughts on on it before. If I did, I'm just going to reiterate here. Because, again, it's a, it's a, it's a conversation about uh, Kevin Samuels. And as you can see from the title, if you're looking in the description box. This is the... What I see, what I call the rebranding of Cam- Kevin Samuels, um, and just my overall thoughts on it, right? After his death, of course. The rebranding after his death. These thoughts are, you know, whether he's dead or alive, and I got one of these videos prior, um, these thoughts will still be the same. But, anyways, as far as my thoughts on Kev. Like I said, I wasn't a fan of him only because I didn't like the, I didn't like his tact, if that is the appropriate word. Um, I didn't, I thought what he did was, was, was take, was tasteless. It wasn't tasteful. It was tasteless. It was harmful. I didn't agree with everything that he says, but, or said, but I didn't disagree with most of what he was saying I like I said it was and this is me <laughs> y'all listening to you're probably like how are you gonna have all people gonna say you can you can you can ask that and maybe Kev had the same mindset I don't think I I'm saying these things in a harsh tone right but I think the man was aware and now I know people are going to be like, of course you're going to say this because you don't see it your way. No, I'm saying this because I truly believe this. Now I can go hard 
I can go harder. Let me put it that way. I go hard on on people. I mean, it ain't just presidents I go hard on. I go hard on communities that I love, people that I love. I go hard on everybody. I will admit that. But I will also say there's a lot of, of cutting back, not sugarcoating, but cutting back of intensity that I do on this podcast, in my blog, in discussions with people, simply because I do not want to elicit some type of angry emotion, not from them and not from myself, because if I was to go as hard as I could go, and trust me, I can, it's going to make me upset. I'm not going to do it with a smile on my face. I'm going to do it in a harsh way. I'm saying these harsh things with a harsh tone because I'm being harsh, because I'm in a harsh mood. So to avoid all of that, I say, let me say these, let me go hard enough for me to feel like I can express this anger without getting angry. That's my thing. Kev, and maybe, again, Never have a conversation with you. But maybe he would have said the same thing. But I, as someone who's tuned into videos and clips and just seen things, I get the I get the notion that the man was doing it because doing it the way that he did it because he wanted the he saw the attention that he was getting for being harsh because negativity gets people views once you go viral for negative shit and all this other stuff you're getting views sadly that's how how things are but it's true and for people that's going to say you he wasn't doing it for the views Y'all kind of ratted on yourself because there were people online saying that. And then these were people who said they were Kevin Samuel's followers for a long time. They said when he spoke in a softer tone and he spoke softly, he wasn't getting much views. When he started calling women fat, when he started talking about people's appearances when he started calling men broke and dusty and little dicks and all this other shit, that's when the views came, came, came coming, came cross, you know, that's when the views came. So when he started getting a lot more harsh and be that as it may, I, if, if I've called people, I've called people names on here, I ain't gonna lie. But have I called people names in this episode or recently but no i've cut down on the name calling i call people out and i'm not going to cut down on that but i've cut down on the name calling because i understand it's childish i understand if i want people to if i want to convince people or at least try to get people to see things my way calling someone a stupid face is not going to be able to do it. I need to t- 
tell people why this person is a stupid face without calling them a stupid face, you know? <laughs> so I need to expose the things that make this person a stupid face. I need to call them out on the things that make them a stupid face, you know? <laughs> so that's what I do here. Kev, on the other hand, was calling people stupid faces, fat faces, broke faces, ugly faces. And all of that may have been true about the individual. There is a way you can say that without actually saying that. I'm not saying Kev should have been flowers and sunshine to these motherfuckers. Because a lot of people called into the show and I would never, ever take away accountability from from adults especially. A lot of people called into the show understanding what was going to go on. What was bound to happen if I called into Kevin Samuels and I told him. A lot of people, and there was a lot of people that called in because they wanted that harsh reading. They wanted to get that verbal ass beating. You can tell. There were people that was like, I need to hear the harsh truth that nobody is telling me but Kevin Samuels is going to tell me so I'm going to call him and I'm going to tell him all these things that I need someone to tell me and it worked and if it didn't work that person got what they wanted someone to whoop their motherfucking ass verbally so I'm not going to sit here and say that it wasn't something that he shouldn't have done what he did. I'm saying I wasn't a fan of how he did it. And I don't think it was for a genuine sense of, I want to see, you know, the community do better. It was, I see that going this negative route has garnered a lot of views. More people are calling into my show. More people are viewing into my show. More people are donating to combat that. So, I'm going to keep doing this because it's making me money. And I get how easy it is to fall into that trap when you're falling on hard times. No matter how good you look on the outside. If you're going through hard times on the inside. If you're going through health issues, which was the cause of his death. If you're going through financial issues, I'm not going to say, well, you, you, you shouldn't get It's hard. People in general do things out of desperation. And it may, it, it, some things are, it, it, it's, it's not on code or on par with their morals, but they will do it anyway. It's a choice, but they will do it anyway because... They got to pay for their heart medication. They got to pay these bills. They got to pay for this. Um, they got to pay rent because they don't want to live out in a car. Their car's fucked up. They got to pay for that. They got a family member that needs something. They got a surgery and they got to pay bills. They're paying bills. Student loan. Health care. You know, all this shit that would have helped black folks had we gotten reparations. Black Americans had we gotten reparations. You know? 
the stuff that y'all claim to be against, but you're struggling with these issues because you don't think black folks should put themselves first. Okay. So I understand, but I'm not going to sit here and say that I agreed with it. I understand why he or anybody else will try to do that. But I'm not going to sit here and say I agree with it. Because I don't. Now the rebranding. I know it's 13 minutes in, but I had to let y'all know about my thoughts on all of that. Didn't, like I said, for, for those who may have forgotten or didn't catch all that, right? I didn't agree with the way he said things. I didn't disagree with 100%. I didn't agree with 100% of the shit he said, but I also did not disagree with 100% of the stuff he was saying. I feel like a lot of the stuff he was saying, when you truly look at it, because I can do that, when you truly look at it, it was stuff that definitely we as black people, a black community, we need to have these internal conversations in. And for him to be a black man, for his audience to be, if not all black, primarily black, at least he was having these conversations internally. Yeah, they were on the internet and everybody has access to it. Well, all types of people, let me put it that way, have access to the internet. I get that. But had black Twitter, as they always do, had they not blown him up, I'm pretty sure white folks wouldn't have known who Kevin Samuels was. And I'm sure it's white folks who still don't know who Kevin Samuels is. I'm pretty sure non-black folks wouldn't have known who who Kevin Samuels was if black Twitter wasn't making blowing him up and making a fuss about it. There are plenty of private conversations that are out in the open on the internet, but still private because people within the community are only having these conversations and nobody else knows about it because nobody's bringing it to the attention of outsiders of the community. So it could happen. So at least he was having that. He was doing that. And I will give him that credit. At least he was having these in-house conversations. But now, again, on to the rebranding. I think it's it's pathetic of the fans to do so now. There's this one of them, at least. I don't know how many, but there's one that I see get retweeted on my timeline on Twitter from time to time. And it's this Kevin Samuels, you know, highlight clip page. Prior to his death, that page was, was, you know, clipping all of the harsh stuff. Now that he's dead and people mocked his death and they felt however they felt. My quick thoughts on that. Again, I don't agree with it, but I ain't going to stop people from doing that. I've gotten on here and I've mocked deaths of individuals that I really did not like. So I'm not going to tell people not to do it when I've done it. And I will continue to do it when somebody else I really don't like dies. That's just what it is. Now, that's my quick thoughts on that. Now this page and others are making it seem like Kevin Samuels. And I think I saw someone say go as far as there was one of those pages or it might be the page I'm talking about. But it was a, you know, a stand page of his nonetheless 
that deleted all of the harsh videos that they shared and just kept up all of the kinder toned videos because Kev has a lot of those he does he's not all calling people names and calling black women this that and everything he's not all of that there are videos where he is given some very <clears throat> he is very kind in tone very kind hearted patient He's not yelling. He's not calling names. He's he's actually helping somebody out. He's talking to somebody through their issues. He's listening to them. He's giving them a space to just go all out and express. He has videos like that. The thing is, now that's part of the rebrand. There are people who are putting it out there as if Kevin Samuels was 100% that guy in those videos when he is not. I don't know the status of his YouTube channel. I don't know if it's still up. Uh, It seemed like this man was, and I'm not one to talk because although I live with family now, Although I will say I do have a close relationship with him. I won't say that we're all super tight. Or at least with me. But it seemed like this man... Because his mom had to find out about his death via watching TMZ, I believe. It wasn't like no one... So, to me, it seems like... If he had an emergency contact, it wasn't her. It wasn't family he had I don't think he had a will I don't think so that means I don't think he left anything to anybody I don't know much about the man or anything really (laughs) about the man personally so I don't know if he and his family was tight that's the other stuff that just makes me feel bad and that's what I was going back to that's why I said what I said at the beginning I'm like with all this stuff as someone who can kind of identify with somebody going through that it hurts so I'm saying that yeah I think the man was hurting and not to excuse his toxic behavior but you this man was hurting you know it's crazy to me to even think my mom's not here but it's crazy to me to even think when she was here she was always both my parents were always my con my my emergency contact no matter what type of fights or rifts we had they were all always my emergency contact if anything were to happen to me you would call them and inform them about it So I thought that was something there that was like, oh, wow. I mean, he and his mom was one. We didn't, I didn't know his mom was still alive. Again, this is someone, and I'm not, again, I haven't watched everything. But from the things I've seen, he didn't talk about his mom. He didn't talk about himself much. And I understand the show wasn't about him. It was about the people that called in. It was about the advice he wanted to give. But 
I think it's apparent he was hurting. And yeah, he had some really, some really uh, great videos where he wasn't being the disrespectful self that he famous he got famous for being. But that's not all of him. And for people to make it seem as though that's all of him, shame on y'all because if that is the Kevin Samuels y'all love, y'all could y'all should have been blowing him up. Y'all should have been ta- sharing those clips. There should have been a Kevin Samuels stan page before he started going off on women and got famous for that. I doubt there was. I highly doubt it. You look at the the when these pages are started, they're started in between, I'm willing to guess in between 2020 and 2022. They're only about two years old. If that, probably started in 2021. Probably started a couple months ago in 2022. The point is, these are not, Kevin Samuels have been doing his thing for years. And it wasn't until recently, fairly recently, to be honest with you, that he blew up. And it was because of the negativity he was spewing out there. And the stuff he was getting back in return. But the negativity, the negative energy that he put out that was being reciprocated via certain guests that would come on. If y'all are so much of a fan of him, shame on y'all because y'all should have been stand paging that man since 2009 when Twitter became what's a thing. Or 2008-9 whenever it started, y'all should have been st- st- uh, stand paging him then. Y'all should have been blowing him up then. Y'all should have been saying, "Hey, look, there's this guy who gives great advice to men and women and he does it in his great way." And blah, say blah, and boom. But yo, we all know why they weren't doing it. Because when he was just primarily talking about men as, again, this is another thing the fans have informed me. When he was primarily only talking about men. The people who, who said who had a problem with him now. Didn't have a problem with him then. The people who are fans of him now. Not all of them, but some people who are fans of him now because he was talking dirty about women, they didn't pay attention to him then. They weren't a fan of him then when he was just primarily picking on men or telling men what we need to do. When it became intersectional or whatever that term is, when it became (laughs) co-ed, I'm going to go with a different term, a much more simpler term. When it became a co-ed verbal ass whooping. That. Obviously. Means that women were verbally getting their asses whipped too. And well you know. You can't you can't talk about how bad women can be. can be. You can't talk about toxic femininity. You can't talk about how toxic women can be. You can't do that. So obviously you, you gonna get backlash for it and that's what Kevin got but a lot of that backlash was warranted not because of the things he was saying well some of it 
but because of the tone that he took. Now, I'm, again, I'm the last person to try to tone police people. Some people can say, and act like I was saying moments ago, I can go harder. Y'all think I'm mean and I'm loud and I'm, I can actually get louder. I can actually say some much more harsh things. I want to get the anger out of my chest without getting angry. That's why I say the things that I say the way that I say it. That's also the big reason why I incorporate humor in pretty much everything that I do as far as with the podcast and with my writing as well. Because if I don't get humorous, I'm going to get angry. It's just what it is. You need to learn to control your emotions. I can control my emotions, but the topics I talk about telling someone they shouldn't be angry about him that's that's tone policing right there why would I not be angry at the way that the world is why would I not be angry at racism why would I not be angry at the fact that black Americans are getting the short end of the stick once again or not even getting a stick in the first place why would I not be angry at the fact that there are black folks at the of the LGBTQIA community who have disdain for black people, who hate their blackness, who think that identifying with the other group or groups that they identify with will then escape them from being black? Why would I not be angry at that? That's disheartening. So there's that aspect of it. But again, the rebrand, I I don't agree with it. And I think it's weird and I think it's wrong. And you're not fooling me at all. You're sharing all these soft clips of him and all these great clips, but soft clips. Had, had he been that way all of his career, I would have been a Kevin Samuels fan. I'm putting it out there right now. I would have been a fan of it. And you can, yes, you can be a fan of somebody and not like everything they do. Hence why I got the My Two Cents podcast. There are artists on there that I review all the time. And I'm like, eh, I don't like this project. Still a fan though. I mean, for those who listen to that, that, that uh, podcast, you know. And I've gotten on here and I've talked about politicians or I've talked about people in general. Where I was like, ah, I'm a fan, but I really don't like this decision. You know? So I understand that, but it was just, it wasn't, he was not somebody that I wanted to be a fan of. But that's not going to take away from the good that I saw him do. That's not going to take away from the humanity that he 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 had. And last thing, if y'all were so proud to 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 show those nasty clips of him, still be prideful. Don't go around just showing the the sweet sweet stuff because he's dead. That's fake. 
That's very nasty of you. There are a lot of people who do that shit where somebody who done something nasty or whatever, Trump fans, Trump is not dead. But I remember when Trump, when he lost, when he was in office, all the clips was about him making fun of somebody, talking shit about somebody. After, when they was still showing clips, it was clips about Trump had a few motivational things to say how about people, how you got to believe in yourself when people don't believe in you, how you should go for it. Because again, this was a dude who, where people was like, Trump, you're a dumbass. You would never be president. Blase, blase, blah. You have no business running for, for, you know, um, running for office. Now they were true, (laughs) but he said, these people are doubting me. They said, I can't do this and I shouldn't do this. So you know what? I'm going to go out and I'm going to do it because they said I can. However, however you feel about the man, that's some pretty ballsy motivational stuff right there. And then he had a couple clips like that apparently circulating around, but I didn't see, I can tell you right now, out of the four years he served, I did not see not one of those clips I saw those clips a day after he lost. It was announced that he lost. I saw those clips a week after he lost, though. And I'm not saying if I saw those clips four years prior to that, then I would have been a fan of Trump. No, but at least I would say these people are keeping the same in they're, they're, they're You know, they're actually a fan of everything Trump says. They're not just spreading the hate because they have this, because someone else is speaking their hatred for them. And that's exactly what Kevin Samuels fans did while he was alive. They spread the the hateful shit. I saw a little bit of the the softer stuff, but only when they wanted to combat somebody who was saying that he was negative. They would then show a softer video. Not, not, Not to show it any other time, not to, not to show it because they agree with the message, but because someone said Kevin Samuels spews hate, and then they combat that with a video of him not spewing hate. That's not genuine to me. Just like people sharing motivational videos of Trump after the fact that he lost, after the fact that people got this quote-unquote hateful president out of the White House. That's not genuine to me. If you really thought this way about him, y'all should have been showing these clips when he was on at his prime. And I'm talking about both Trump and Kevin Samuel. When they were at their prime, at the levels, their last levels they were at, let me put it that way, as their primes there, you know, one as president and one as social media, you know, social media celebrity, I guess, whatever. When they were at their primes in those stages in life, y'all should have been sharing those videos then. Not just the hateful stuff, but that's not what was happening with both groups. What folks did was just share the hate because they wanted to, they, they, they finally found somebody famous enough to speak the hate that they had in their hearts. Now all of a sudden it's a rebrand aspect. Nah, that shit fake to me. 
and I'm gonna call it out and I see it right through it. And that's what I did. I called it out here. So that's the end of this episode. This has been another episode of the Earnest Thoughts Podcast with your host, Ernest. You love Ernest, same guy, different name. Timestamps in the description box below. Once again, I apologize. What? No, I don't apologize for the late upload. I told you why. If you ain't listened to the announcement, I'll just read it right here. It's a late upload this week and my other podcast, my two cents podcast, because of the holiday weekend. It was Juneteenth and it was Father's Day. I was spending time with family. So when I record on the weekends, not this episode, of course, uh, but I usually record on the weekend. It was a holiday weekend. Guess what? I had no time to record. So with that being said, ain't no apology for it, but that's that's the late upload. But it's it's here. It's here. Subscribe if you're not subscribed. Share the episode. Let me know your thoughts, comment, Instagram in the description box below as well. So you can send me a message there. You can comment. You can send a voice message as well. I didn't know that. If you did know that, why ain't you sending it? If you got something to say. I mean, you can call me if you got my number like some folks do. They, they usually, that's their voice message. They will call me and say something. But don't call me and say nothing ridiculous like the president is just a puppet. And then come election night, tell me why I should vote for the puppet that you're voting for. Makes no sense. Y'all got mad at people for riding in Harambe, which was dumb, but they voted for a gorilla. You voted for a puppet. Gorillas can at least make their own decisions. Puppets cannot. So there's that. Anyways, stay black. If you are black, stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA plus lives matter. Black LGBTQIA plus lives matter. Especially... Black women matter. Black men matter. Black trans women matter. Black men matter. Black children matter. And I'm out. Peace.